You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom Abracha. This is Tshuva Sapoiskim, our special series, Chayelim Nota. We know that we're still in the Shloishim of Harav HaGoyin, Rav Nota Tzvi, Greenblatt, and even before the Godel was Nifta, we had started a shiurim that were entrenched in his Torah, being going into the uh, the marvelous world of his svarim and his printed works and unprinted works, and trying to understand the greatness of Rav Nata through his words. Um, this week we have a special schus that one of the chabura hatahira. The, uh, those Hevra who became Rav Nata's Talmidim Mufalkim uh, in Besoyf Yomov, uh, as Rav Nata finally, in a sense, ascended uh, before he has been accepted, of course, in the Yeshiva Shalmaila. He had the Yeshiva Shalmata, the Yeshiva in Memphis, the Yeshiva Gedele of Memphis, where Rav Nata, despite never being a, a, a Rosh Hashiva in any formal sense, up until that time, was of course respected and loved, and by all Rosh Hashivas, including the Hoich Rosh Hashiva of America, Rav Moshe Feinstein. It was there in Memphis in 2014 that Rav Noto was able to, in a sense, have that. Uh, I don't know if it was a cheshek of his life, but it was definitely something that he enjoyed and appreciated. And our presenter today, uh, Rabbi Shua Zev Winchel, was one of that chabura that had that schus. Now, that chabura was all the way I understand that I've come to know them in the last couple of years as a chevra that were indeed mutsuyonim. Uh They were taken from different parts, but they melded together with the understanding of the authenticity of who Rav Nota was and that experience. Rav Nota remained not only for that brief period as their as their Rebbe, but he remained uh, beyond that. Uh, Rav Nota, of course, the impression he made on anyone was deep, but obviously the impression that you make as a Rebbe to a Talmud is the deepest. And Rav Nota, with uh, Yeshua Zev, was not only his Rebbe there, but remained his Rebbe, was his Masada Kedushin, and Rav Nota came special for his chasna, as he did and understood as a Choyv Godel for his Talmidim. Uh, Yeshua Zev, uh, uh, I contacted him uh, cold, and he agreed to uh, to give over one of Rav Nota's beautiful pieces from Kareich uh, Soda. Uh, I should also mention that if you uh, check the, the blurb of what I sent out, or you uh, Google his name in the Baltimore, I guess it's Baltimore Jewish Life, I think it's called, uh, you will find a beautifully written article, uh, emotional and at the same time content-filled that gives you a seer of who Rav Nota was, plus a wonderful picture of Rav Nota in short sleeves uh, writing the get, um, and you can see that wonderful shock of gray hair on his head. Um, it was just, a, <laughs> I loved what Yeshua Zev wrote. Um, it was it was moving, but that picture is uh, was priceless, and um, it, it it graces a number of spots on our platform. Shuvazev, thank you again. The topic here is Tefillin Birchas Hatera, um, and with a subtitle of um, Two Shades of Brisk, uh, Rav Nota and Rav Yashaber. We'll see if uh, we're able to take a, <laughs> do justice to that. It's a great schos to be able to say a few words of the Vitera from, from my Rebbe, from not the Greenblatt itself. Um, my hope is that this learning that we do, especially from his own Torah, um, should be a schos for Lilin Shmas, Harav Natatzvi, Ben Harav Yitzchak, Zichot Sadek Um When Rev Kivalevich asked me to deliver the Shir, I was a little hesitant because I'm, I'm not a Magad Shir, I'm not a Rav or a younger man learning a Kolo, I'm, I'm, I'm a Balabas, I'm an accountant here in Baltimore. And I felt perhaps it would be a greater covet uh, to have a Talmud of Natas who is a Rav or Marbet's Torah. And that way it would be a greater covet of Torah. Um, certainly the Rav has Talmidim that are m- many years my senior, both in terms of age and in terms of Torah knowledge. But I was thinking about it a little more. I decided that the line of thinking is really a little bit flawed um, because you see the Rav... Um, as we as we refer to him, I know some people refer to uh, Rav Yeshua as the Rav, or 
or uh, the best rav is the rav. Uh, we, we really we refer to Rav Nata as the as the rav. So I apologize for it's a little confusing. Um, but for the to purposes of this year, Stam the rav refers to Rav Nata. So that throughout his seventy years uh, plus of working on behalf of Klai Israel, he wasn't really involved in Habatzas Torah the way we think of a Marbitz Torah. He didn't give a shear on a regular basis. He wasn't involved with the Kahila. Um, his main goals and activities were really focused on inspiring and giving communities the tools to become self-sufficient in terms of Jewish life so that Yishkai could survive and flourish in those places. Um, he wasn't focused on necessarily producing the next Gadol Ador, the next Rishishiv or Magad Shir, though he definitely appreciated Talmidim when his Talmidim grew up to become Talmidim Chachamim and Lomdim. Um, and, many of his Chachamim, and many of his Talmidim definitely did become um, you know, uh, great Talmud Chachamim and Torah personalities. But his main focus um, was really on Kali Yisrael as a whole. As Reveal said, um, his son said in the Hesbid for his father, that he, he really believed that every Jewish child had the right to a Jewish education, regardless of their age, regardless of their background, and regardless of whether or not he felt they had the potential to become a great Talmud Chacham. He felt that the Torah belongs to every single member of Kali Yisrael, and his focusing, focus was on connecting Kla Yisrael to the Torah, no matter who it was. So with that, I'm going to start. I'm going to preface with the following. Um, first, the, the, the Rav really placed a tremendous emphasis on learning Targum Unklus. To him, it, it wasn't just a chiv of Shnai Mikrevecha Targum. It's, it was a real limud. And he valued Unkelis not just as a, a translator of the words of the Torah, but also as a mafarish, someone who explains the deeper meanings behind the words of the Torah. And I think that the Shtukla Torah that I'm going to say over um, really shows the emphasis that the Rav would place on Unkelis and also how he would often weave a Targum into a halachic discussion. Um, I actually discussed this Indian of Virchas with Rav Natan in person uh, before the second edition of Kriyach Sada came out. I don't believe it was printed in the first edition. Um, I asked him a Shaila, and he, we got into this discussion. And uh, I'm going to um, throw in a few Marimakaymas that the Rav doesn't bring in his Sefer, just to make things under, more understandable. The Rav had a, a style, his style is to write very concisely. And sometimes it's difficult to understand what he's saying, what he means to write. So I'm going to try and embellish it a little bit the way I understand it um, to make it a little bit more understandable. Okay, so let's begin. The Rambam writes in, I'm not going to say where it is right now. I'm just going to write, say what the Rambam says. We'll get to where it says in a second. He says as follows. Hamashkim likra b'tayra, koidim shikra kriyashma. person gets up to learn tayra before he... He says, "Kriyashma ben kar b'tayr b'shabichsav, ben kar b'tayr shabal pe, noitol yad of tchilat mavarich shalish brachis." So it doesn't make a difference whether he's learning to shabichsav, whether he's learning to shabal pe. He first washes his hands, then he makes shalish brachis, three brachis of brachas atayra, ve'acher kach kaira, and then afterwards he 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 reads a little bit of tayra. Ve'eluhein, and then he goes through what are the brachas. First bracha is a shekishan of Al Divrei Torah. He has the nusach of Al Divrei Torah. We have the nusach of Laasik B'Divrei Torah. We might get into that in a, in a little bit. The Harev Nan, whatever. This is fine. He goes through the nusach of the three brachas. Then in then the next halacha he says Bechol Yom Chayv Adam Levarich Shalish Brachas Elu. Every day a person has the chiyav the obligation to make these three brachas. And afterwards, he reads a little bit of Divritar. So, the Beis Yosef in Orachayim Simon Mem Zion, he says that it seems from the Rambam, the Rambam says that you first make the bracha, and then afterwards you have to, he says, a person has an obligation to make this brach, these brachas, and then, and then read a little bit of Divritar. So it sounds like this. He understands this bracha is a berachas mitzvah, and a person is not allowed to be mafsik. He's not allowed to make a separation between the recitation of the bracha on the mitzvah and the actual starting of the mitzvah. So that's why he says you have to learn immediately after the bracha. Um, so 
Now the Kassim Mishnah also points out that the Nusach of the Bracha of Asher Kishonu Vimitzvah Vitzivanu Al-Divri Torah, the word Vitzivanu sounds like it's a Bercha Samitzvah. Kaddish Baruch Hu commanded us to learn Torah. It sounds like it's a Bercha Samitzvah. So the Rav had the following question. If these brachas are indeed Bercha Samitzvah on the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, where would you think he would place this din of Bircha Satir? In which set of halachas? I'll just say, you know, the din that a person makes a bracha of Anatilas Lulav, he puts together with Hilchas Lulav. Um, so, why, so, I would have thought that the Rambam would put this din of Bircha Satir in Hilchas Talmud Torah. If it's a Birchas Mitzvah on the, on the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, I would think you should put it in Hilchas Talmud Torah, where he discusses the rest of the halachas pertaining to the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But in fact, the Rambam includes this din of Birchas HaMitzvah, the person has to make those brachas, in the halachas of Hilchas Tefillah. So why should that be? Now, it's... It's clear from the Rambam that these brachas have nothing to do with the normal seder of davening. You, you might have thought maybe he put it here because that's where we usually say. We usually say with the rest of Birchas HaShachar. But the lashon of the Rambam is if a person gets up to say to learn Torah, he has to make, has to make Birchas HaTorah first. It has nothing to do with the seder of davening. Um, you know, interesting enough, the Rambam it doesn't mention the halachas of Hallel in Hilchas Tefillah. I would usually say halal within the Seder of Davening. But the Rambam holds that halal can be said at any time during the day. Even though we generally say it during Davening, it's not connected to Davening on a deeper level. And therefore, um, that's why he doesn't put it in Hilchas Tefillah. So why would he put this din of Birchas in Hilchas Tefillah? That's one question. The Rambam also says, as we read, a person has an obligation every day to make these three brachas and then afterwards the Rambam uses a similar lashon, similar terminology of bechol yom every day pertaining to the mitzvah of tefillah. At the beginning of Hilchas tefillah he says mitzvah asay lispalo bechol yom. It's a mitzvah asay to daven every day. And the Mepharshim over there, they understand that the Rambam means to say there's a mitzvah once a day, every day. There's a mitzvah once a day, every day. They talk about where he knows that from. So how does the Rambam know that there's a mitzvah, of, of for a person to make birchas ha and to learn a little, a little bit of divrei Torah once a day, every day? Because that's what it seems like he's saying here as well. What's the makar for that chiyuv? Maybe, I mean, I'll tell you, especially since we, we came to the conclusion earlier that it definitely seems that these brachas are birchas ha I'll tell you, every time we sit down to learn, we should make a birchas ha Um Every time you sit in a sukkah, it doesn't make a difference how many times it is during the day, make a bracha leshev a sukkah if, if there was a hefzik. So here also, if a person sits down to learn multiple times a day, you should make a bracha ha mitzvah assuming that there was some sort of hefzik. Um And interestingly enough, Teisvus uh, and Brachas, he actually asks this question. He says, why don't we say Brachas HaTerah more than once a day? And his answer is that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is a 24-7 mitzvah. It's a, a, it's a round-the-clock mitzvah. So a person is never miyayish daito, that's the Lushen he uses. A person doesn't, even though he's involved in other things during the day, but he's ultimately involved in the mitzvah of, 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 of mitzvah of Talmud Torah all the time. But the Rambam, um, he he says in Hilchas Talmud Torah, Perak Aleph Lachaches, he says the following. He says, "Kol Ishmi Yisrael Chayiv Likvaya Loizman LeTalmud Torah BeYom of Laila." Person has to set aside times in the day and night. To learn Torah. The Lach Mishnah understands from the Lashon of the Rambam that it's that mitzvah, the mitzvahs of Talmud Torah, it's not a 24 7 mitzvah. When it says, Vihigisabo Yom Avalai, it doesn't mean you have to be learning around the clock. It means you have to set aside times in the day and night to learn Torah. 
So according to him, you have the question of Taisus. Why don't you make a Berchus HaTayra every single time you sit down to learn? So that's the second question. How does the Rambam know that there's a Chiyaf to say Berchus HaTayra every day, once a day? So I'm going to take a step back a little bit, and we're going to explore this din of Berchus HaTayra. The Makor for this din is a Gemara Brachas, Dav Chaf Aleph Amad Aleph. It says as follows. It says, Minayin... How do I know that a person has to make a berchas before he learns? Shinamar, as the pasuk says, this is a pasuk in Parshas Hazinu. Kishem Hashem Ekra Kishem Hashem Ekra, the time that I call out to it in the name of Hashem. Parenthetically, through the Gemara's understanding, by learning Torah, I mean, I'm calling out to Hashem by learning Torah. Then Havu Gaidu then you ascribe greatness to to, to Kaddish Baruch Hu by making a Berchas HaTayra. So that's, the Gemara in Berchas says, we learn this din of Berchas HaTayra from this Pasuk of Kishim Hashem It's important to know that this drasha is a drasha gemura. It's not an asmachta. This is not a din derabana. They have to make a Berchas HaTayra. And we're just finding a Pasuk Within the Torah to say that you know to to, to show that that the that the um, that the Rabban got it right. Rather, this is a a dindiraisa. It's a dindiraisa. In fact, the Ramban, um, the Ramban in say, his in his minion Hamitzvahs, he um, he includes Birchas Torah as a separate mitzvah. He doesn't understand the Rambam who doesn't. He says if this is a a real drasha, and there's a diraisa to make a berchas so there should be it should be a separate mitzvah, just like let's say benching, right? Benching is a chiyav diraisa; it's its own separate mitzvah. So berchas should also be its own separate mitzvah. So why does the Rambam leave it out of his mini mitzvahs? That's the Ramban's question. But you, you see from there, this is a real din diraisa. Um. Now, the Pasuk of Kishim Hashem Ekra, we said it's in Shiraz Hazinu. It's at the beginning. And Rav Nata points out, he says it's very interesting, that um, this Pasuk we actually say before we daven, before we say Shemona Esri, we say Kishim Hashem Ekra. Now, this is the same Pasuk that we're learning, for, that the Gemara learns, you say, Berchah and we say before Shimon Esser. It's interesting. Is, is the is Targum on close. So he says, Kishem Hashem Ekra, when I call out the name of Hashem, he says, Arei Bishmod Hashem Anamitzale. When I daven in the name of Hashem, Mitzale means to daven, to pray. Then ascribe greatness to Hashem. Okay. So he translates the word Ekra as Mitzale, as to pray. Now, we just finished saying that this Pasuk of Kishem Hashem is the Makor for Birchas HaTayr. So what is it? Are we talking about? Is this Pasuk said in the context of Tefillah? Like the uncle, like uncle says? Or is it said in the context of Tayr? Which one is it? Even um, more questionable is that why? what would drive the Unkelis to translate the word Ekra as Mitzale, as pray? I mean, we're talking about Shiraz Hazinu here. If you go through the Pesukim of Shiraz Hazinu, what is it? It's it talks. A, it's a little bit of history. It's Musr. It talks about what Akash Baruch is going to do to us if we stray from him. It talks about what's going to be that Akash Baruch is ultimately going to redeem us. Right? So. Where are their tefillahs here in Shiraz Hazin? Yet Unkelis touches that word to mean mitzale, to mean pray. Now, this happens to be that the Sephorno also translates the word ekra. He says every time we find the word kara pertaining to being kara al Hashem, it refers to davening. And there are psukim throughout Hazinu that he, he, he does understand to be tefillahs, but 
Unkelis doesn't touch those psukim to sound like the tefillahs. And definitely the Pashup shot in these psukim is that they are not tefillahs. So why did Unkelis feel that the proper um, translation of the word ekra here is daven? So maybe you'll, okay, maybe you'll say, you know, praising, Shira Sazin is a praise to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So maybe praising a Kaddish Baruch Hu, maybe that's tefillah. Right? We find, we find that we often um, have Shira's Vesishbachas within the avening, and maybe that's also considered tefillah. So I'm, I'll prove to you that Shvach, Shevach and tefillah are two separate things. The Gemara and Baruch Hashanah Lama Be'ezam at Aleph it learns from the Pasuk of Eschanan El Hashem that a person should always first be misader the shvach of a Kaddish Baruch and then afterwards Davin. How do we know that? We know that from the Pasuk of Eschanan El Hashem Be'esahi. So you see that shvach comes before tefillah. But shvach and tefillah are two separate things. He uses, the Gemara uses the Lashem of Acher Kach Tefillah only comes after the shvach. The shvach is not tefillah. So they're two separate things. So here also, Shiraz Hazinu, it may be shvach to Kaddish Baruch Hu, but it's, it's, it's not tefillah. Okay, so why is Unkelis mitargim the word ekrad I mean mitzaleh? So the Rav would often say, uh, we don't need to know why something is the way it is, but we do need, we do need, we do need to know what is being said here. And it's very clear from Unkelas, who translates Kishem Hashem Ekra as Mitzale, as Davening. It's very clear from the Rambam, who puts the din of Birchasatera in Hilchastvila, that there's some sort of connection between Torah and Tefillah. So that, that much we can, we, we can, that much of a conclusion we can come to already. So now the Farvas. Now why is that the case? So Rav Nata brings the aside that he, he found from his Rebbe, Rav Yashiber, in his uh, Shir Mazicha Abamari. Um, it's a very long shtekel. I'm not going to go into everything that Rav Yashiber says over there. But the uh, Rashi brings the aside that he finds in the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs. Mitzvah Now this is talking about the Mitzvah of Tefillah, and he says as follows: Who should see Vanu la'avdo? This Mitzvah is a Mitzvah that Kadosh Baruch Hu commanded us to to serve Him. The Kfar Nechbal Zed Sivoy Pa'amim Pa'amru. So it comes up two times in the Torah, and also Tavod. So even though this is a general mitzvah, an all-encompassing mitzvah, be Oved Hashem, right? All mitzvahs are included in this mitzvah. However, there's a specific application of this mitzvah, that is a command to Davin. Veloshin Sifri, and this is the Veloshin of Sifri, Vlaavdo Zutfila. The word Vlaavdo refers to Tfila. Okay, now the Rambam says something interesting. Vamru Gamkain Ulaavdo Zutalmud. That same Sifri also says Ulaavdo refers to Talmud, the Talmud Torah. And then he goes on. Another pasuk. So here also, avoid this pasuk also. This this derichazal also. Avdehu avduhu b'seirasa. So, so it's interesting. The mitzvah is not tefila. The mitzvah is avoida. And avoida has a specific application. It's tefillah. And it's also limit It's also Talmud. 
a person can serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu by davening and beseeching him. And a person, person can serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu by learning his Torah. Um, and they're both part and parcel of this mitzvah of Avoida. So it comes out that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is really, really koilal two mitzvahs. Really, it's, it encompasses two different mitzvahs. The one is the mitzvah of Talmud Torah that 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 we're familiar with. The psukim of Shinantam Levanecha, Chazal Darshin Shi Mechudadim Beficha, and Vagisa Bo Yomam That there might be a you know a person has to set aside times for for learning Torah. This mitzvah is mitzvah Yud Aleph and Sefer Mitzvahs. And those halachas are, the, the Rambam elucidates them, in Hilchus Talmud Torah. And that requires one to learn, to understand, to be able to impart Torah to others. That's Talmud Torah. Then there's another mitzvah. There's a mitzvah of Avodah, Avodah Hashem. As we just explained, that a person, through learning Torah, serves a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he is Avodah Hashem. Those, those halachas... Right, they're applicable to those halachas that are applicable to the avoida aspect of Talmud Torah. Where would you put those? They're not. They're not in Hilchas Talmud Torah. The Rambam groups them in Hilchas Tefillah. Tefillah is avoida, so Hilchas Tefillah is the proper placement for those dinim. So, using this yisod of Rav Yashiver, uh, Rav Natan wants to explain what's going on here. As we said, Hazino doesn't seem to be a tefillah, but it is a shira. What is a shira? It's the retira. As we said, it's the history, it's the past, the present, the future of Kali Yisrael. It's what's going to be called Kali Yisrael if they stray from Kadosh Baruch Hu. What's ultimately, ultimately going to be at the end of the days. So, these divretira of shira Hazino, is this Talmud Torah? Is this the mitzvah of Talmud Torah? If you were to learn these, to say to say Shiras Hazinu, are you being mekayim the mitzvah Talmud Torah, right? That the words of Torah should be mechudadim beficha, that you should be lumod amanas laasais. It doesn't really seem that way. So, so what are these different Torah? I would say this is this is the avoida of limud Torah. This is the avoida aspect of limud Torah, and specifically by the avoida aspect of limud Torah. That's where the Torah says, Kishem Hashem Ekra That's where the Torah says, when you're going to do, going to learn Torah to serve me, to do Avoida, that has to first come with Birchas HaTorah. So the Mechaev of Birchas HaTorah is the Avoida aspect of Talmud Torah. It's not the Talmud Torah, the Mitzvah's Talmud Torah. So, it comes out that the Birchas HaTerah, it's not a Birchas mitzvah. It's really a Birchas HaShavach, just like Birchas HaMazim. And the Torah is telling you that Avoida requires Shavach to come before it, just like Tefillah requires Shavach to come before it. As we said, from the Pasuk from Veskanan, that Tfila, which is Avoida, also requires Shevach to come before it. Torah is no different. Torah, which is also Avoida, we learn from the Pasuk of Kishem Hashem Ekra that it also requires Shevach to precede it. Now we can go back and we can answer some of these questions that we asked at the beginning. We first asked, why does the Rambam put the din of Birchas Torah in Hilchas Tfila? The Chayra, it should be in Hilchas Talmud Torah, since it seems to be a Birchas HaMitzvah in Torah. Right? That's why the Rambam says you have to learn right away. No? So, no, that's not, that's not correct. Right? We're saying now, Birchas HaTorah is not a Birchas HaMitzvah. It's a Birchas HaShevach. And the Chiyav to say Birchas HaTorah comes from the Avoida of Talmud Torah. So, it doesn't belong in Hilchas Talmud Torah. Hilchas Talmud Torah refers to the Vishinantem, Begisa Boyam of Lumad Amanas Lasais, Amanas Alamid. That's 
the that's the mitzvah of Tamatera, but that's not what's mechayev abirchas hatayr. Now, if there wasn't a chi of the Uraisa already of saying birchas hatayr, there would probably be a chi of the rabbanan to make a birchas hamitzvah on the mitzvah of Tamatera, just like there's a chi of the rabbanan to make a bracha over any any mitzvah. Oh, oh, um, right. You have to make a bracha over Yasun. So, so there would be such a chiv de rabbanim, but the Torah already requires a bracha midiraisa because of the avoda that's in limud Torah. So the Rambam doesn't need to mention birchas Torah in hilchas Torah because the chiv already exists. It already exists on the diraisa level, pertaining to the avoda aspect of Torah, and that he already says in hilchas tefil. Okay, but we, we asked. It seems to be that it's a birchas mitzvah, because why would you have to learn Torah right away? So according to what we're saying, it makes sense. Torah has to come. A din in avoida is that it has to come with shevach beforehand. Avoida has to come with shevach that precedes it. We said it's true by tefillah and it's true by Torah as well. So when the the Rambam says that you have to learn Torah right away. It's not because you made a birchas mitzvah and it can't be a hefsek. It's because the ma'isa avoda of limud Torah has to come and has to be preceded by shevach. Now we did mention earlier that the the lashon of a shekishanu mitzvah sounds like it's a birchas mitzvah. So the Kesemishda pointed that out, and I, I think that it is. I think that the bracha serves a dual purpose of being both a birchas mitzvah on Talmud Torah and a birchas shevach. When Chazal put together a a format, a formula for the for birchas Torah, so they included a, it within that a birchas mitzvah on the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But still, the Rambam doesn't need to put it in Hilchas Talmud Torah because because. And on, a, on a more fundamental level, the reason why you're saying Birchas is because of a Dindi Raisa that has to do with the Voida aspect of Talmud not the Mitzvah's Talmud um, Just interesting also, so we said we get, we get back to this, the Rambam, um, his Nusach is al divrei Torah. It's not la'asayk b'divrei Torah. According to our nusach of la'asayk b'divrei Torah, it sounds a lot more like the mitzvah of Ishinantem. To toil, to understand the Isaac Torah. Whereas al divrei Torah seems to be much more broad. It could be, very well be that the Rambam understands that they that Chazal phrased the bracha that way because it wanted to encompass both aspects of limud Torah. wanted to encompass the the Vishinantam aspect of Limit Terra, and also the Mitzvah of Avoida of Limit Terra. That's why he uses a more broad, general um, Lushen of Aldivri Terra. Anyway, so that's how we answer the first question. Now, the second question that we had was, why does the Rambam, where does the Rambam know that there's a Chiv Bechol Yoyim to recite Berchaz Terra? How does he know that it's a Mitzvah once a day, every day? Maybe you should require it every single time that you sit down to learn Terra. However, now with this Yisoyed, we can understand this as well. As we said, Birchas is not a Birchas mitzvah, So there's no reason to recite it every single time you sit down to learn. It's not a Birchas mitzvah. Okay, how do I know it's an obligation to do it every day? So, as we said, the Rambam writes the same thing by Tefillah, that a person has a Chiyot to be Mispala B'chol and the Mephoshim over there, they ask, how does the Rambam know that? So the Lacha Mishnah brings from the Kiryas Sefer. He says, the Rambam knows it from the end of the Pasuk. It says, Right? Do a voida, serve HaKadosh Baruch which Chazal Darshan to mean the voida of Tefillah and the voida of Torah. And HaKadosh Baruch is going to Bless your your bread and your water. I'm going to remove machla. I'm going to remove disease from amongst you. So the Kiryas Sefer says 
the Rambam learns it from the end of the Pasuk. The same way a person requires water, he requires bread every single day, so to a person needs avoida. He needs the avoida of tefillah, and he needs uh, um, every single day. So that same makar can be the makar that, that a person is required to to learn Torah every day, to say Birchas Torah every day. Right? The Pasuk is talking about, the, the, end, of that, the end of the Pasuk is, Vavatimus, the beginning of that Pasuk, Vavatimus Hashem Lekechem. We already said that that, that that Avoida can be both Torah and Tefillah. So, so basically, however the Rambam knows that there's a Chiyav B'chol Yoyim to Davin, he'll use that same source to tell us that there's a, a Chiyav to Seber Chasatera and to learn a little bit every single day. Um, we, we, we mentioned in passing the Ramban's Kasha on the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvah. The Ramban counts in his Minyan Mitzvah's Birchas Satera, and he doesn't understand the Rambam who excludes it from his Minyan Mitzvah. He says, the Makar of the Pasuk is Kishim Hashem it's a Drasha Gemurah, it's a Diraisa. Why shouldn't it be a, uh, why shouldn't it be a separate Mitzvah? And he concludes and he says, he doesn't like the idea of saying that the Rambam considered it a chilek of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, because to him, why should it be any different than, for instance, um, for instance, Mikra Bikurim, that come, goes along with with the actual bringing of the Bikurim. There, there's a mitzvah to say the words of Mikra Bikurim, and there's a mitzvah to actually bring the, the Bikurim as well. So, so there are two separate mitzvahs over there, so why shouldn't they be two separate mitzvahs here as well? He doesn't want to say that it's included in the midst of Tamatir. However, the Kira Sefer, he responds and he says that, yes, it's a Diraisa, but this is just a din in the mitzvah of Lima Dater. And now, now with what we're saying, we can understand that a little better. The Mechai of Berchah is not the mitzvah of Tamatir. It's the mitzvah of Avoida. And as we said, Avoida has a specific format. Has to be there has to be shevach that precedes the avoda that you do. So whether it's Torah and whether it's tefillah, there always has to be shevach that comes beforehand. Now the Ramban doesn't have a problem with with um, with the shevach that comes before tefillah. He doesn't say, well, that should be a separate mitzvah. The same way he doesn't have an issue with um, with that not being a separate mitzvah. He should not have it. He also shouldn't have an issue with Birchas HaTayra being a separate mitzvah as well. Now the Rav, um, meaning Rav Nata, ends off that he's not sure how far this obligation of the Avoida of Torah goes. Meaning, for instance, women are obligated in tefillah. The Rambam says at the beginning of Hilchus tefillah, that nashim vavanu chayavim b'tefila. Women are mechuyavos in the mitzvah of avoda. So would they also be obligated in this din of reciting divrei Torah with berachas Torah every day? Um, Rav Nata says no one's ever heard of such a thing. No one ever heard that there's such a that there's a chiyav for women to say berachas Torah together with learning Torah every day. Now, interestingly enough. And Ramnata brings this down. The Shulchan Aruch and Archaim Simon Mem Zayin, he does say that women also say Berchas And the Nisei Kalim, they jump at him. They say, "What are you talking about? Women aren't Mechuyavos in, in, in Talmud Torah. How can they make a bracha of Shekishon Mitzvah Savit Sivanu?" And they they answer that there's different things that women are Mechuyavos to learn. So they they are obligated to learn the the dinim that pertain to them. They're obligated to say the parshias of the karbanos the same way they're obligated to say to the daven. They're obligated in some make a distinction between Torah shabbat shav and Torah shabbat pet. The women are not mechiyavos in Torah shabbat pet, but they're mechiyavos in Torah shabbat shav. So you do see that women are they say berachas so the Rav, the Rav is something. Maybe, maybe they're also mechuyavos too. Maybe this is a, this is this their chiyav comes from this mitzvah of avayda as well, and it's a it's a chiyav the He's not sure about it. He leaves it as a 
something that he's not sure about. Rav Nota, why are you mechuyiv dafke de daven and not be like Rashbi and just learn? In other words, if if tefillah could be a kiyam and avoda and avoda is koilil, it has to be dafka a bakosha that you need from the rabbanim shalom. It's true based on the kiryas sefer because everyone needs to eat, and in, including in eating is all the minyas and parnasa that stop you from eating. So it could be if that's the mokar, so you're mechuyiv. But lechayra, you know, if it's mamish avoda, it's an option of avoda, and the same chiyav of avoda. Mehechi see that you really would be mechuyiv. I mean, that could be the reason why the Gemara says people that Tarosom Nelson didn't daven, right? Right. Um, I, I think that the, the the in other words, that would that would be that would be a din derabbanan. The rabbanan are saying, look, we know that you can mekayim avoda in another oifan, but um, but 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 right. But lechayra, a person can mekayim is din avoda daraisa yidei. Are you day limud, right? Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't think that Ramnata is saying that Taira is tefillah. And we'll get to that in a second. I think Rav Shabir does say that. Um, he says that explicitly. But I don't think Ramnata is saying that. I think he's saying that there's Avoida, and Avoida has two applications there's tefillah and there's Taira. To do both. Right? Avoida requires Taira and it requires tefillah, it requires both things. Yeah, so what, what's the this? I mean, what's, what's, what's the explanation that, you know, that those are, you know, because one is that you're deeming uh, the master who provides you, so you need to ask for your tzroch. I mean, let's, let's be masbert a little bit. I know Rav Nota was not the king of uh, his bedroom, you know, like the Nasiva Shalom or other types of modern machabrim. <laughs> but let's be masbert a little bit. In other okay. words, the point is, is that, okay, so yes, you need to do both because we know avoida. So right. So on one hand, we're fart baser v'dam. So l'chayra we're mechuyev to, and we know what our tzrochim are. There's no human being without tzrochim, and whatever it is, even if it's a tzayra, because chvil zayna agoyin talmud chacham like ravnata, that's also a tzayra abakosha that you have. So. So that could be the machai of why you have to be mispalel midaraisa, why you have to be mavakish tzrochov, um, because the other men shot tzrochim. Um, right, uh, but but and but then what's the what's what's the shlav that's machayev in the din of 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 tefila of of learning? So it right? could be that. So first, like you said, so the Chazal say that ezehu avoda shabalev was a tefila. Tefila is an avoda shabalev, right? Tefila is is a personal thing. It's because I feel I I can connect to it. I can connect to the fact that Kodesh Baruch Hu runs the world because I have needs and I there's things that affect me that are very personal to me, right? That's avoid of I feel like the avoid of Torah is an avoid of the mind, right? So it's a way of coming to the recognition of Kodesh Baruch Hu by learning his Torah, by connecting with with with, das, with the Das of a Kodesh Baruch Hu itself. That's a nice uptight in Lev. We know Chazal didn't always necessarily be mavkin between the emotional place where your ritzoynas are and what you need and the intellectual aspect. Lev was really like, you know, Lev was really more, as a, when Chazal say, they mean as opposed to avoid the space amiktosh, right? When Chazal say, when they say, the kash is what? We know what avoid is. You're that's the hadgosha, right? So, I mean, that, that's that's the simple shot. You're saying a shtikel adrash in that, that Eza Shebelev, the lev meaning the place where you live, and that the Rachman Aliba boy that we don't know, right? So, but you could, right? The, the emesis, the emesis does, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, so Rimnata does say, I mean, he says, he makes a distinction between, uh, you know, the avoida of Tyre and the avoida of Tfila. He says that it sounds like the, the, from the Lashon of the Sifri, I don't have the Sifri in front of me. Yeah, do you want me to put up? He, he has a whole long arichas on this Indian. And he says that Rosh seems to be saying that through Torah and Tefillah together you are Mikhaim the, 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 the mitzvah of Avayda Shabalev. Says, 
It seems from the Lashon of the Sifri that they're darshaning that Tefillah is Avoida, not from the word Avatem or Ula Avdai. They're darshaning it from the Pasuk, from the, from the words Cholavavchem. They're saying, that's Torah. That same, but Amru Mikray the Vla Avdei for Avdei, yeah, Dover Acher Vla Avdei Zu Zu Talmud Torah, right? Or what does it say? Zu Beisamik, right? The other one, right, is Bimikdosh, right? Dover Acher Avdei Avdeu Avdeu B'Torah Avdeu B'Mikdosh, but it's not Al Stalev Shabai. Right, it's not Al Stalev. Whereas Tefillah is coming from the words Bechol Avchem. So there is a distinction. Torah is Avoida. Avoida, I mean, Tefillah is Avoida Shabalev. So that would be the Machayev Dafka to, um, that, that would be the Machayev Dafka to, uh, both. to, to, and, and that you couldn't, but you're still Machayev based on the fact that it says Vavoida, you're still Machayev to learn some Torah as that, as, as a Kiyam and, 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 and Avoida. Gemara and Brochais, you know, we know that, you know, the Hagos Hagoin, um, you know, is what he left on his Gemara. But for some reason, he tried, he'd say over there, Girsas Harif, Al Divrei Torah, right? <laughs> he doesn't do that periodically, consistently. For some reason, the Goin's Hago in the Gemara, in Brochus, is there, is Girsas Harif, Al Divrei Torah. So it could be that he was trying to be Madgish that this you say it as well. That it has to be on the Divrei Torah itself, as opposed to Stam Abirchus HaMitzvah. So, otherwise, we'll let the Goyen, if, he, if he's just, you know, uh, Mr. Myra Mokum man, just trying to tell you about the Shinu Neschois, he, he would do that consistently. Weistoys, the Goyen held it in this brocha, it's Vichtik, I don't know, if you want to, you know, that it's Vichtik, that there sh- you should know about this Nusach. And at least, if, if you're not going to be Makabal because you're an Ashkenazi, you're still going to go like the Shulchan Aruch, the Goyen still felt that it was important to the hair, the, that Yisoyed of Al Divrei Torah. Just another little Haisofa to what you were saying. Shech. So, so, in Schiyov, I heard uh, in the name of Gersten's Rebbe. You know who Gersten's Rebbe is, of course. Uh, Chait, Rabbi Chait, the Tainid that women should be chayiv in Talmud Torah mitzad avas Hashem. That about the Rambam says in Yochos that what's the derech la'achayiv as the Rabbeinu Shalom is, is to look into the Torah, right? And that's the way the Rambam says. And he brings also which is there, the Rambam teaches it as learning, right? That's what he says. That the, the, and in the Sefer HaMitzvah, that it's basically Abbas Hashem is generated by Limar Atayra. So Rabbi Chait said, I heard this on a tape that Gersten gave me many years ago when I went to visit Memphis, um, that they would be mechuyiv and Talmud Torah based on that as well, because right that could be another mechayiv for them, right? And there it wouldn't have to be the mitzvahs they're mechuyiv in. There it's tam because you know it's it's what is the lashon of sifrei that mishama tamakar is mishama rvayoyim that tam limit atayir is a way to be makar the chokma and the brilliance of of the rabbanu shalom his ava his care everything that Torah gives you in terms of a greater perception of the rabbanu shalom that leads you to be oyev hashem so lachayra yeah um, uh, Leon is asking which rabbi chait I think it's Yisrael he, he leaves one kind of thing unanswered and that's unklus. Right. We said oh yeah. That. By the way, the uncle is one other thing. The, the first time that 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 phrase appears in the Torah of Yikra B'Shem Hashem, as you know where that is, of course, in Parshas Lech Lecha, and there also uncle says Utsala Gadam Hashem. Over there also, he he says that that seems to be uncle. At least I, I I didn't check it consistently throughout, so I don't know if if you spoke to Rav Nota about that. But well, I mean, I, there it clearly is referring to davening, though, whereas here it's 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 more of a... I'll say it's talking about being mefarsim and the In other words, the, Avram was doing his job. 
of Vayikra B'Shem Hashem was that Avram came to Eretz Yisrael and he was setting up his mission, so to speak. Vayikra B'Shem Hashem was he was calling people and he was setting up the Eishel, etc. So it's Nishtaz Ayyipashit that it's there. And Ezra says it Grada, over there and does Unkos. Rashi doesn't, though. So it's so I'm saying so it's interesting that Unkel is the very first time you have Kriya B'Shem Hashem from the Unzer Hayluk Efeter Avram Avinu. It's also Tfilah. It's also Tzoli Kodem Hashem. Yeah, I'm just saying what I'm saying is that there's no indication necessarily otherwise over there. It could be. It could be. Yeah. It could be. No. Here, here, it's Tzayr. It's not. It's not Tfilah. Here, where do you see that this is Tfilah? Right? That was that was where not this question was. So he doesn't answer that. He doesn't answer Unclus. Unless Unclus holds Kriya B'Shem Hashem, like like by Avram, always means Tfila, right? Maybe that's Unclus Hashita. He was makabel from his Rebbe and Rebbe Lezer Rebbe Shua that that Tzlo Koyim Hashem that Kriya B'Shem Hakar B'Shem Hashem. Yeah, right. I think, right, but the question is, well, not the question was, but we don't find a Tfila in Shiras Hazino. There is no Tfila. So, so, what, so why is he using? Why is he? Why is he? Why is he touching it that way? Mm-hmm. In other words, where's? Yeah, all right. Well, you know, that's in other words, Mashein Kane, If it's the way he's learning, that it's learning. So the history of Klal Yisrael, the Musra, the Teichocha, that's all Chelak of of Limit Atayra. Right. So, so it happens to be so. According to Rav Shabir, so Rav Shabir, he really takes this this he said a step further, and he says that that. Lima Atayra, as we said, it, it, it's mamish akiyam of the avodah shabbalim right. tefillah. Yeah. So when you learn Torah, there's an aspect of tefillah to it as well, and he uses that to explain various mamari chazal. And according to him, Uncle it makes a lot of sense. Meaning, I mean, it's just Torah. Okay, fine, but it's also tefillah. Torah is tefillah. Right. The two are really bond. The they really are really meld together in one right. aspect of dveikus the rabbi yeah. Right. Rav Nata is really he, he he's trying to separate the two. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, we, I, 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 we subtitled this Two Shades of Brisk. We know that Rav Yeshebeer had another little bit of a hashba in his life as well, as you know, in Chaslovich. You know what I'm talking about. That he had a shtikel, uh, you know, he had a Chabad Melamed. And in many ways, Rav Yeshebeer's, especially, I want to tell you, I discovered Shur Melamed, Uzeir when it first was came out on Rav Nota's shelf when I was visiting Memphis in the summer. And I saw, like, you know, Rav Nota had a place where he kept the new stuff, like the stuff that he that he was just getting new somewhere on his desk and some he had on his shelf there. So I noticed this bright blue, like all of Ravnata's farm are usually old and dusty and, you know, and falling apart, whatever it was, and like all different Zachen. And, and here was these, these bright blue stuff. So um, that was there. And, uh, you know, that was, what, that was my first involvement in that safer was at Ravnata's house. And, you know, Davini was over and I was still sitting there, you know, with it. But the point is, is that Rav, Rav Yoshebeer is a little bit infused with a shtickle, a chassidish uh, mentality, like the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya and other places about what Limeratayra does, how Limeratayra is the because how it puts your brain in there. It's not the Nefshachayim's necessarily a side of how Limeratayra, uh, it's it's similar, but not as full throttle. And it could be that might be the reason why Rav Yoshaber, in his shade of brisk, was able to sort of like meld them much more into a Chativa Achas. And Rav Nota, who wasn't really uh, in any way uh, you know, tinged with Chesidish Machshava of, or, or what the, he understood what it meant to be Dovik, the Rabbi Nishon, believe me, in terms of learning, but the idea of, 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 of combining that into one big specter of, of, of Avoida, I think Rav Nata might have resisted that. And I think Rav Shaber was a little more, um, Little more, uh, well, I mean, his, his yard says she were more full of you know, one, one part was halacha and one part was right, and especially these shiurim, which 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 Licht, was or Lichtenstein helped him write. I think you, you know, Rav Yashabir didn't grow out, he didn't grow out of that, that Chabad type of influence. I'm saying, you could say, why Rav Nota, although he read it, resisted taking that that next step, right? So, so I just want to, I, I, I thought maybe you could say like this to, to answer Uncleus. And it's because we're assuming that the word mitzale means to daven, to pray, right? That's what we're assuming. And we find that it's used in that context, you know, throughout, um, throughout Chazal, to be Chazal. 
But w- what does it really mean? So this is a, a lot of times in Shir with Rav Nata, he would often stop us and we we think about what does a word mean? What does a phrase really mean? Right? We, we, we hear words, we use them, we have a rough translation of them, but what is, what's the actual, the shayrish, or what's the actual, what's the word actually mean at its, its you know, on a deeper level? So, so, you know, the aruch, we would often look at the aruch in, in Shir, um, at dictionaries, because he was, he was interested, what, what do these words mean? So here, what does the word mitzali really mean? So, I was thinking, we find other words that sound very similar to that in Aramaic. We find, Chazal says, Shmaitza Silusa. Over there, like, learning requires clarity. So, there, Silusa means clarity. Um, we have Silusa Dehamnusa, or Sila Dehamnusa, right? Which, the sukkah, is, uh, is the shade of, of, of Amuna. So those words seem very similar. But sometimes they're written the exact same way. It's Silusa. Um, so, so is there a connection between these words? And I was thinking, yes, there is. I think really, Silusa, even in the even in the context of davening, means coming to a clarity. This goes. This really touches upon a different shtickel of Rav Nata. He, I don't know if it's written in the sefer, but um, but he would often say it when he would travel place and they would ask him to speak. That tefillah is, he he asked, why do you have to daven? Akash Baruch Hu knows everything that you know. He probably knows better than what you know, right? He probably knows what you need better than what you think you need. So what's the point of davening? And he said, really, davening is a hishtadlus. It's coming. It's a mindset. It's putting yourself into a mindset that. That that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, turning to Him, that's the only hishtalus that a person can do. Everything comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There might be physical hishtalus that I have to do, right? Hakadosh Baruch Hu might require me, you know, can't I can't just sit around and, and, and assume that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to take care of everything. I have to might have to do something, but it's the recognition that everything comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and loy levadei roy lehispalal that I can only turn to Him. He's the only power that can give me what I need. Um, it's a clarity. Right? Silusa is a clarity. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I think that we find, you know, Tzila de Hamnusa, shade. So I think shade is also, it comes from that word. You would think, well, what are you talking about? Shade makes things darker. Shade is not, doesn't make things clear, it makes things darker. But have you ever been walking and it's hard to see because the light is shining in your eyes and everything's glare and blur together? So when you're sitting in the shade, though, you can see everything. Everything's distinct. Everything, you know, every you, you can it, it helps you see what's going on around you. So I think that really the word silusa davening comes from that word. It means clarity. It means to come to a clarity, and you can come to that clarity by learning Torah as well. I mean, the way the word mitzale can refer to learning Torah as well. When you learn Torah, you come to a clarity. Kadosh Baruch who runs the world. Right when you learn, when you read Shiras Hazinu, right when you when you read about Yisias Mitzrayim, when you read about Maisa Bereshis, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world, that He watches over us, and that He's right Mashkiach on us. So I think that um, really maybe the word Mitzali, you know, davening is a rough translation. It's not really what it means. So it could yeah, be that. Yeah. well, you know, the the, the very um, inventive. Um, Obviously, the the lashon hakodesh sartzila mayalehem. Obviously, tzeil is a is a is is not an Aramaic word, but uh, targum you know is a, is a is a cousin of the language of Aramaic. But you also have the famous you know um, of what did Yaakov say about taking Shem, Yubacharvi Bakashti, and Chazal. I don't know if it's targum there as well. You know, right? The tefillah has two components to it. You know what I'm talking about, Yeshua, right? It says that Yaakov took Shem b'charvi u'bakashti. Yeah. So there's right. So the simple pshat is is that is the sword and the arrow, right? The the like the the, the the rapier or the or the you know thick sword, and then with the arrow that's charvi b'kashti. So Chazal teach that as tzulse u'buuse. So you have 
right? So you have two things. There's there's the tzuse Now, the the Nitziv points out that obviously, even in the simple shot, the arrow goes very far, right? The arrow you can shoot from very far away and you can hit a target even if you're not that close. The cherev needs to have the up-close type of attack that you have to be out of there and you're clearing, you know, and that's why the people who were in the front lines with the with the swords, they got stabbed by a sword, they died, then maybe they could fight on. So the Nitziv says these are the two beginners of Tfilah, that you have Tzuluse, which is, he says, is the Nusach Harogil that Chazal understood that we need to have, which sort of like clear, which sort of like clears away, sort of similar to what you're saying, but in a way, the Nusach that Chazal understood is important, and then you get to the Bakosha, the part that's your Neshama, the part that you really need, the, the child that you is going off the derach that you're mispowel for, the, the parnos that you really want, the thing that you realize that the Rabbeinu Shalom should do for you, which is shtikol anes almost. Like, it's like, what, I should change things for you? I should turn out that things were going this way and the cancer should, should be eliminated? Or all of a sudden, that's, that's the, the bakasha part, but what you need first is the tzuse. The tzuse is what Chazal, like the Rambam's Loshan is, came up with the perfect language and with this nusach, etc., that's that's what he that's the way he uh, explains it and it's based on that uh, targ which I think it's the targum I know it's Chazal as well I can look it up in a second but uh, I, I, it's a shtickle me'ain where you're going but I think it's uh, it's kedai to be most if you hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 